0: Hello and welcome to Jam Presents, a podcast series by me Mike Groves and a good mate of mine Jason Cripps. In this third series of Jam Presents, we go back to 2013 and follow guests of the Rue Manor as they try to figure out who done it. In this second episode, things heat up as we try to figure out how Dante caught fire. Who Done It? Episode two. At the start of this episode, we get a previously on Who Done It read by Giles the Butler. We are reminded that thirteen guests entered Room Manor. But following the death of Sherry early in the episode, the remaining twelve guests had to investigate to uncover what had happened to her. One of the remaining twelve is the killer, who last week killed Sherry by shooting her with a slingshot or a wrist rocket, sending her flying into a fish tank. Sasha did well uncovering exactly what happened and was commended by the killer. Sadly, Dante, who was a shining light last week, despite seeing the bullet wound in the back of Sherry's neck, believed she had drowned. And since he was the furthest from the truth, he was taken by the killer, as we saw at the end of the last episode, as he ran through the house on fire before jumping into the swimming pool. We therefore have 11 remaining guests. The killer is still amongst them. After the recap, this episode starts as the last one left off. That's amazing that it is just one big continuous story and that we see them immediately after Dante's run through the house and jumped into the pool. As they console one another and discuss what the hell has just happened, the Twitter banner comes up saying that Dante was suspected by Adriana, Ronnie and Ulysses, so they all need to brush up on their detective skills. In walks Giles, who tells them that Dante is dead. Forgive the pre-dawn pyrotechnics. Dante is dead." Giles is brilliant. He asks the group who wants to live, which leads him then to saying, me too, as he shows them that he's been tagged and he cannot leave. By
1: show of hands, who
0: wants to live? I have no idea. Me too.
1: After all, we are all in this together.
0: That's a brilliant premise, because last week you said, why did you take that job? Why aren't you leaving?
2: Yeah, I did think that when I when I saw him. Also thought some sort of like, is it some sort of like battle royale?
0: Explosive device. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> if he
2: moves outside of the the boundary, his leg just explodes. But <laughs> like, what? What does that do? Is that just the the killer can track him? Yeah, maybe. Surely, surely the, the killer knows if he's left. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because the killer's one of them. <laughs>
2: yeah, we saw a lot of the um, his little maids as well.
0: Yeah, so we didn't discuss that in the last one, but there are quite a few people helping Giles facilitate the whole thing and take them to the different locations. Giles tells them that they have 30 minutes to examine one of the following three locations. The crime scene, being the pool where Dante took his final plunge, Dante's last known whereabouts, which happens to be his bedroom, or the morgue, where you can take a closer look at the crispy corpse. Giles, throughout this episode, has got some incredible fire-related puns that we'll obviously bring up every time he mentions them. The guests begin to argue over who should go where and who shared information last time. They'll all have learnt their lesson from last time. Don certainly seems to know how he can improve this time around. There's still lots of jokes about Don being a football coach as he gets them to say, stay alive, on three. Bring it in. Let's do this, you guys. Okay, guys. Uh, Bring it here, the football coach.
2: you You know what? Stay alive on three. One, two, three. Stay alive. Perfect.
0: I'm definitely a football coach.
2: I've seen this on TV.
0: (laughs) Giles comes back into the room and splits them up into their three tracks. Melina, Lindsay, Ronnie, and Gino choose to go to the last name whereabouts. Cam, Sasha, and Adriana are going to the scene of the crime. Don. Chris, Dana, and Ulysses go to the
2: morgue. Initially, I thought, surely you've got to be going to the last known location, but that seems the strongest place out of the three.
0: So we know that you need. You need all three, You don't need you? all three, so you need strong allegiances with people going to those other locations.
2: But I still feel that there's always one stronger location to go to initially.
0: I think in the first one, it was probably the way in which Sherry died because she had the bullet round in the back of her neck. Yeah. If you don't know that.
2: That's true. Yeah.
0: However, Dante knew that and still wept.
2: <laughs> (laughs) still went with training.
0: So at the last known whereabouts being Dante's room, Gino suggests that he's playing a game.
2: My idea is I will do my own individual detective work and keep it to myself. If someone else mentions something, I will talk about it, but I'm not going to volunteer any information. That's quite a good tactic. I
0: think that's really wise, yeah.
2: Because he's not giving anything away, but he's just confirming if other people bring it up.
0: The first thing they are drawn to in Dante's room is the blast of soot or charring coming from the door handle. They find a note that has been left by the killer, which mentions the patron saint of protection from fire, Agatha. Took me a while to get the name Agatha because whoever was reading that was saying it completely wrong.
2: Saint Agatha, patron saint, protector from fire.
0: It looks like a piece of jewellery or a chain had been given to Dante as a gift for him to wear. They look around the room for an ignition point. At this point, I wondered if the pendant had some sort of charge or something like that in Mm -hmm. it. We've already seen the tag around Giles' leg at this point, and you think maybe the necklace that he was given, because we don't see the necklace immediately, Mm -hmm. doesn't prove to be the case, but I just thought that'd be an interesting take if there was something that was going to ignite around his neck. The lampshade had been burned, but the majority of the damage was around the bedroom door. They don't have a lot to go on at this point, although when Melina begins to piece it together, Gino snaps and says, Well, let's not speculate. Let's wait and find out what we're here. I think it's because Melina's trying to sort of say this could have happened that could have happened the other and Gina's very much like no, don't make it up let's just go with the facts
2: well this is the same sort of ideas that, that Sasha had in episode one wasn't it the fact that just get the raw facts yeah. and then come up with your own opinion of what happened correctly the way to go definitely
0: so at the crime scene down at the pool,
2: the first thing we notice is the black fabric
0: floating in the water. Adriana gets a big pole to fish it out. Cam gets shouted at by one of them for touching it, and he's quick to say, There can't be any prints on it. Don't touch it. Don't
2: touch it. It's I mean... not like there's going to be prints on it. This is what I love. I've seen this in the last known location. It's nothing about fingerprints or anything like no, that, is it? No. It's, it's just raw evidence. You know, it's not like when they're going in there, obviously, when they went to Dante's room, there's someone just rooting through his suitcase that's still there with all his clothes and everything.
0: It's not a police investigation. No. It's very much a it's puzzle yeah yeah turns out the thing that they fished out the water was a sock not the same socks that have been given to them to wear with their fancy pjs i love how giles fixates on the complimentary socks in the last episode which is obviously a massive clue for us Mm -hmm. as the viewers because he made sure that he said pajamas and socks and that then obviously comes back in this episode which is great like the group in the bedroom They think the fire started at chest height and didn't make its way down to Dante's feet because only the tops of the socks are charred. They eventually spot a chain at the bottom of the pool and Cam jumps in to retrieve it. It's Saint Agatha which matches the description of the card left in Dante's bedroom. They also find some other fabric at the bottom of the pool and want to know if that matches what Dante is wearing at the morgue because it doesn't match the PJs that all the other guests are wearing. Adriana begins to do her own little thing again, which really annoys Sasha. She becomes fixated on the missing door lock in the, in the frame.
2: <laughs> which never comes back.
0: No, could, could it mean something or will it just turn out to be another chest corner piece like last time?
2: Adriana marches to the beat of her own drum. This is something. Guys, here she goes again. She's got some ego eyes, though, to be fair.
0: She has. The thing I was thinking is, I wonder whether or not it's a mistake, whether or not it was just the way it was, or... Whether or not it's one of those safety precautions.
2: So the door doesn't, is not shut. The
0: door couldn't shut. When that man on fire. It
2: couldn't, it couldn't lock itself. Even if wasn't it
0: closes, it. it can't lock, exactly, just to make sure that he had that clean run. And as a safety precaution, they took the barrel out of the lock or something along those lines. Yeah. So next, we're in the morgue. I expect this time around in the morgue, it's a little different as the last person on the slab was Sherry, who they had only known for an hour or so. Dante had spent the whole day with investigators and clearly it had an impact on several members of the group. So it would have been very different going in to see Sherry than to see Dante the next day dead on a slab.
2: Is that Dante then? Is that Dante? I don't know. Because I'm thinking if that's Dante, he's laughing. 100% he's not holding his breath or like even in some shots. That's got to be a man.
0: Yeah, I think it's wide shots and zoom shots. It's different, isn't it? They've, they've spliced together really well. Cut the uh, Cut the different scenes in to make it look as real as possible. Don comes into his own here and it turns out he has a background in arson homicide investigation. That's always going to help, isn't it? It had to it didn't, started in his started, torso. It started in his torso and burned down, but now in his hand, most Continue likely, here. is where he defended himself. What we do know is that from Don on this track and comments from the other two tracks is that the fire started in Dante's upper body area.
2: What I did like in this, it's definitely on purpose and I'm sure it'll come into other, other episodes, is because they have being so secretive in their uh, situation team. So like in the morgue, they try and like hoard information and one of the things I picked up was the fact that uh, the swimming pool team knew he was wearing different pyjamas but then you see the morgue team see he's wearing different pyjamas and they weren't going to share that were they
0: yeah they withhold it
2: initially. but the fact that the show gives snippets to other teams just to see if they can get called out
0: yeah they're not working totally individually because yeah there was
2: the swimming pool team know he had different pyjamas on the morgue definitely know it and it's kind of like, are they going to share that? If they can confirm it?
0: Yeah, so you've got the crossover of the fabric. You've also got the crossover of the chain from the bedroom because they saw exactly, the, yeah. the box yeah. for it and the swimming pool had the chain. I
2: just thought it's good because I think it's the, the people in the morgue, like we won't tell people about these pyjamas being different. Yeah, But the, the people in the swimming pool definitely know that now. And it's kind of like, it's an example of trust there then.
0: Yeah, definitely. Same, same with the fire, where the fire started, etc. Mm. In,
2: in this one, I find there was massive group divide.
0: It's worse than... The last episode, significantly worse, yeah. So this is Ulysses' second trip to the morgue. I wonder whether or not this will continue in later episodes. What made me think about this in particular was if Ulysses keeps going to the morgue, is it because he keeps wanting to go back to look at the death that he caused, (laughs) if indeed he is the killer?
2: Maybe it's because he got so much success the first time, right?
0: Yeah, possibly, possibly. It takes a while, but eventually they realize that Dante is wearing different pajamas to the rest of them. Ulysses says, gosh, how did we miss that? Well, you didn't. (laughs) Although here actually does contradict what I just said. He says that he's regretting going to the morgue because both the other tracks will have better clues. I think actually he's going to be disappointed because the morgue did provide some, some decent context. Don asks the group if they withhold the info and play a game or share it, to which they all decide to trade information. Not just give it away.
1: I say we trade information. Exactly.
2: I don't know where this comes in to it. I've wrote it down though. Adriana at one point says "perfect" like a cat. Did you pick that up? No, but I'm going back to find. You have it. to find back it. I think it might be just before or during the information exchange lunch. She goes, "Perfect." <laughs> Perfect. This is good. Back in the parlor,
0: and Giles is telling some inappropriate jokes. Although I love it. By the looks on your faces, some of you are hot on the case, but. Some of you look a little bit burned out. <laughs> Keep these coming, Giles. He gives them space to share their clues. So Gino comes up with an idea and that what he's going to tell people is that St Augustine or St Agnes is on the necklace. And then that may reveal who has the necklace, the crime scene team or or the Morgue team. Does it actually matter who has it, though? I don't think it does. No. I think he's overcomplicating it. And it does bite him in the ass a little bit later, as he tells Ulysses the right name accidentally. (laughs) Looks like this is going to overcomplicate things as Cam and Co from the crime scene decide to keep the chain a secret anyway. There's actually more sneaky in this episode than last time. It seems that despite knowing that sharing information will lead you to finding out more, they've become more selfish for some reason. Cam is looking for someone to replace Gino in the Cam-Ulysses faction, as he actually suspects Gino of being the killer. Lindsay has been brought in by Cam and Ulysses, and she's really happy.
2: I have nothing to lose at this point. I mean, no one told me anything yesterday, so at least getting information is in my benefit.
0: This should provide her with plenty of information and actually save her skin this week. She should be okay. Melina has gone in with a ploy to get information from one of the groups. And Sasha is suspicious since the pendant says St. Agatha and Melina is trying to pass it off as Augustine. I'm sure they agreed on Agnes earlier on, but everybody was confused with what they were going with. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Sasha wrote a note and showed it to Melina behind a closed door. And then they decide that they can trust each other and share more than they had originally agreed within their own tracks. I do actually love how they're forming these little circles. But
2: then it seems like they, they, they form these circles, but there's always one individual that sort of crosses a circle and there's like a little sidebar. And it's, um, like we see later, it's, um, these groups only seem to be applicable for that one task because previously we've seen Dana and Ulysses had had a little pact in the first yes. episode and she's fuming that
0: outright you, ignores her, yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think we'll see that in later episodes where these little packs from his like, you know, other murder scenes in previous days and it doesn't carry over day to day.
0: No. I think we're going to see some big changes in relationships. It,
2: yeah. It's situational. It's what information do I need now and where where who can I get it from?
0: And it won't be long before Ulysses and Cam have a falling out or disagreement 100% Because or...
2: I'm going to have to get information from somewhere.
0: Yeah. So Adriana decides to team up with Chris and Ronnie as each of them went to different locations, although she doesn't let them know about the pendant. But Ronnie's got her figured out. I can see that she absolutely knows that I know that she knows about this mystery medallion. This scene all ends with massive confusion around Agatha, Agnes, and Augustine. God damn it, Gino.
2: Even <laughs> he's confused. I just have to keep reminding myself of what the correct name is. Yes. The actual name was St. Augustine. No, the actual... See, now I'm even confused about what the name is.
0: Giles returns and whilst I asked for more jokes earlier, he can keep this one because whilst holding a flag, he said The killer asked me to flag you down. Even Ronnie just rolls his eyes, he's not impressed. We get another riddle where each of the guests get a flag and Giles reads out a clue.
1: You'll know that you are getting warm when you find fire in liquid form. Above the cycles, you'll spot the label search high and low if you're able to ignite the truth you must track this clue dragging your feet
0: could be the death of you and so i could only think of fire being in liquid form in petrol or like an accelerant or something like that Mm -hmm. but cycles and label and this is genuine with cycles and labels all I could think of is a washing machine. Mm -hmm. So I thought maybe the clue would be in the laundry room. Got it completely wrong last week with the whole Bible thing because I was thinking of actual passageways, that cycle and the label. And I thought, well, washing machine, it's got to be. And I've put on my notes, this is future Mike here, you genius. Because I went (laughs) back. I've written another eight or so lines on what had gone on. And then I went back. I was like, it was the washing machine. They all take a flag and make a break for it. Why do they go it alone rather than having a couple of heads together? Because they could probably unpick this. You've just got to pick again, uh, form an alliance with someone.
2: Yeah, and there's certain key words in there, isn't there? Absolutely. Definitely.
0: And Ronnie, Ronnie has a great idea. There are lava rocks in the barbecue area. Mm-hmm. Lava being fire in liquid form. Yeah, I think. And there that was are brilliant. bicycles, as in cycles, just next by to chance. the barbecue. And I thought, this is looking really promising. Same. I wonder whether or not they do this on purpose and they throw a few red herrings in, or was that just coincidence? That...
2: I feel like it's coincidence, but I feel like it's a really harsh coincidence.
0: Yeah, he was very unfortunate. Because, like
2: you said, when he said, like, yeah, fire in in, in liquid form, You think. And as soon that. as
0: you said that, I thought, yeah, what an idiot. Why am I thinking of washing machines? What happens next? Honestly, thought it was going to lead to the biggest catastrophe in TV history. Adriana and Lindsay are just filling the room oh, with gas yeah. from the fireplace just to see if something would happen. I
2: was ju- just like, what, what are they doing? Oh my God. I don't know if that audio is boosted, but that's a long time.
0: Could that sound just be someone's putting after effects on? I don't know, but jeez.
2: And she's like, oh, I just want to stick my flag in it. Stick your flag in it. <laughs> but that room is filling up with gas. Is anything
1: happening? Uh, gas is going. But you usually have to put an ignition source and I'm you want not me to throw no. him in my
0: Meanwhile, Gino is looking in a clock. God knows. Melina goes to the laundry room. And here I am now back in the present. I'm still a genius though. <laughs> <laughs> Although I thought Ronnie had nailed it, to be fair, earlier on at the barbecue. Anyway, Melina is pissed off because everyone's now following her. And it pissed me off that Cam and Ulysses were there too. Because they don't know shit here. But Melina has found it and Cam and Ulysses happen to be just tagging along. Mm -hmm. She finds a bottle of benzene, the instructions say to spray the flag, which they do, and it shows a pink stripe.
2: Spray your flag and find the same, then turn the knob to help you make your claim. The time is now to drag your feet for those who die cannot compete.
0: Meanwhile, quite a few of them are still looking elsewhere And I did fear at one point that Lindsay was going to blow up alongside Adriana When they went back to the room to see that they were still trying to light that gas Chris spots the Rue family crest, has a stripe And Cam says that he's seen it somewhere And then the door that they actually go to Is the most obvious out-of-place door in the entire mansion You're not just running past that thinking it's just some random crest It's the brightest, pinkest door
2: And he's like, oh, I've seen that somewhere You'd remember that, mate Man.
0: cam attempts to open the door and gets an electric shock and sees the crest on the door ignite chris suggests it's the build-up of static electricity that caused it to ignite the bell rings and this apparently is to suggest that someone has found the clue so others can stop looking and i didn't realize that was the case i thought they might have given a certain amount of time but because cam and chris were stood outside the door and found that final clue the bell rings to say everybody reconvene the clue mm-hmm. has been found still lots of whispers between each other, as they are all coming to terms with not finding what they were looking for. Don is reflecting on his ability to solve riddles, as this is the second one he's now failed on. Here I go again. That means two riddles that I failed. I'm going to be in trouble. They now go back to discussing within their circles. Cam has brought Chris into his circle as she helped him to solve the riddle. And as a group, Cam, Ulysses, Chris and Lindsay decide they are not sharing any further information with anyone else. Sasha... It's like, fuck this, I'm going over. And Cam is just really rude. Thankfully, Sasha has now decided, right, it's us against them.
2: I'm a little taken aback. This is the last time I listened to Cam. At that point, there is a distinct line drawn. It's us against them, and that's their choice. But I think they made the wrong one.
0: Adriana tries her luck, but again, Cam is just really rude.
2: Oh,
1: guys, I want to be included in this. I'm well, sorry. Well, fine that you want to be included, but you're not included right now.
0: Ronnie and Gino are partnering to discuss the socks and the shock that Cam received, even though they weren't there.
2: Ronnie comes over to me. We decide that we will put our pieces together and see if we can figure out the significance of the socks in the pool. Fire alarm goes off. Right, he, he gets, gets out up. of bed. What happens? Socks on a rug. Right, static electricity. static
0: electricity.
2: They did really well, didn't they? They went back up to... Have a conversation Gino and Ronnie Basically figured it out Themselves That's really good And I'd love to see That them two Just partner up now
0: Yeah same Because they are Really good Strong contestants as well
2: yeah. One thing I noticed Was the contrast Of, of the of the women I can't, I think it's Sasha Dana It's Maybe Chris is there As well Because they're Like Dana's just Constantly talking about Ulysses coming to tell her
0: Yes yeah you're but right But
2: all they're doing Is just talking And just trying to like See how they can get Information Where Gino and Ronnie Are off just trying To figure it out Themselves And at this point We've got our
0: story that's why I'm cool as a fan. It took me until this point to realise they're still wearing their pyjamas from yeah. earlier in the day. Yeah, all from like, from like 20 night. to
2: 5 in the morning. Dana
0: thinks that she can get the information from Ulysses. Others doubt this to be the case. And she said,
1: There's going to be a murder all right. I will kill him if he doesn't tell me.
0: You know, I honestly wouldn't put it past her. And then she says,
1: I could just pinch his head off.
0: <laughs> Another classic Dana quote. The time has now come for them to state their case. The killer believes in dressing for success. So they need to get out of their pajamas. They once again record their video messages for the killer. Cue a load of spliced videos where they explain what happened. What you did to poor Dante, that was so wrong. You replaced the beautiful pajamas. And the gray socks that were left for us. Then pulled the fire alarm, waited a couple seconds. We largely know what they're going to say from their experiences and the clues that they've picked up throughout the day, but there are a number of things that caught my attention. Sasha suggests that the carpet in Dante's room was different Mm -hmm. to the rest of the house. Adriana suggests the door was soaked in an accelerant. I'm sure she makes a lot of it up. She calls out St. Agnes rather than Agatha and suggests that Dante put the pendant in his pocket.
1: He didn't put it on his neck, put it in his pocket, and somehow that medallion exploded
0: and at this point you know regardless of what else is filmed you know that she is dying tonight yeah with Dante saying that Sherry drowned in the episode before and you think that's the most outlandish statement Adriana just has not got it at all Melina calls out that Dante actually drowned because he previously told the group that he didn't know how to swim. And I would love that to be the case. Even if it's not, it's a nice tribute to Dante who thought the woman with a bullet in her neck died from drowning. Don with the Dante's Inferno pun.
1: Dante goes up in flames and becomes a legitimate Dante's Inferno.
2: Yeah, go on, Don. But this is it. This is what I was going to bring up. Like, It's later, I think Giles says, and that, is that coincidence? Because they've obviously, if if Dante didn't die and it was someone else, would this have still been the same murder?
0: So I don't, I think they might have reserved certain murders for certain people.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I was thinking the same because it's two perfect. have Dante and Dante's Inferno.
0: They go on to share who they think is the killer. Melina thinks the killer is Chris. Chris thinks it's Adriana. Ulysses thinks it's Adriana. Sasha thinks it's Ulysses, Dana thinks it's Adriana, Adriana thinks it's Cam, Cam thinks it's Gino, Gino thinks it's Cam. My thoughts here is that Adriana has received the majority of the votes for the second week in a row. All those who think she's the killer are gonna be so disappointed later on because as the audience we're like, it's so obvious that she is being killed off. They head to dinner and Giles rolls in a pig's head on a platter which he sets fire to.
1: The least we could possibly do is give you a nice (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just lost my appetite.
0: Too soon? I really love Giles. I think he's fantastic. They begin to share the info about the case now that they can. And whilst the children bicker, Don gets involved and calls them out.
1: Your one minute lasted about 40 minutes there.
0: Giles brings their fate in the form of the letters from the killer. Ulysses did the best out of all the investigators.
1: Ulysses, congratulations!
0: And I can guarantee that this pissed Cam off a little
2: bit. I think it pissed Sasha off as well. She seems really entitled at this point.
0: Ulysses saying he thought he was getting a scared card.
2: What? You're scared, my dear. I thought 100% scared card.
0: Shut up. Like, again, at least he gets called out for it. We now get the full reveal on Dante's death. Before he went to bed,
1: Dante got all warm and snuggly in my flammable flannel pajamas doused in high levels of odorless benzene. He even made sure his footsies were nice and toasty by putting on my special socks, different from the ones you were all wearing. And just before he went night-night, he found the little gift I left for him, a necklace from St. Agatha. The note read, Patron Saint, protector from fire, Sleep well. He slept well, all right. Until I set off the fire alarm. That's when Dante leapt out of bed, ran across the shag carpet in his special socks, and gathered up enough static electricity to set himself ablaze. The second he lay finger on the metal doorknob, a measly spark turned into a raging fire. But where the crime finished is what made the biggest splash. Dante ran down the stairs, through the house, finally dove into his watery grave. Where his socks floated as helpless as our latest victim. While the promises of St. Agatha protecting him from fire were cruelly extinguished.
0: Warmest regards your killer we heard all this from giles and then we see dana crying quite a lot oh, yeah. she's awful isn't she melina begins to cry too as she thinks she's getting a scared card they begin to open their cards great news for Don. dana is the first to get a scared card she is devastated like she is in a mess
2: <gasps> it's not over yet baby
1: i'm sad I'm just used to being really successful at everything I do. And I don't want to see myself dead.
2: It's like she's physically going to get murdered. Yeah.
0: Sasha has all the sass again. Melina needs not be scared because it's obvious that it's going to be Adriana. She doesn't know that at the time. Adriana gets the scared card. And yeah, from what we heard in her video message between her and Dana, I always thought that it was going to be Adriana that was going to go.
2: Does that make Melina a bit sus? Maybe. Like public crying, thinking she's going to go.
0: Doing it on purpose? I don't know. Dana did the same, didn't she? Hmm. Dana's felt a bit more genuine, I suppose. Yeah. Giles tells them that he's laid out new PJs for them and we await the fate of Adriana or Dana. Dana is particularly scared as she thinks that Adriana is the killer.
2: I know
1: Adriana's the killer. Adriana's trying to throw suspicion off of herself. That's what the scare card's
0: about. Not the case. Adriana gets into a golf cart after dropping her Cheerios on the floor and she blows up. Next time, looks really exciting. And then we see Dante at the end of his makeup. Yeah, I did
2: say the fact that yeah, he loved it.
0: Nice. he's he's, he's really happy, isn't he?
2: Yeah, I think he's a really genuine guy.
0: I didn't want to die so early, but I think that the way that I died was pretty awesome. I went out in flames. It was pretty awesome. Who is the killer?
2: Do you know, I'm I'm still going to keep with Chris.
0: Yep, I haven't changed my mind from Chris or Ulysses.
2: She's very low profile, you know? She's not rocking the boat much, is she? Although weirdly, she does get a lot of votes to be the killer.
0: Yeah, I think, although I don't want to say, I honestly think it could be Chris or Ulysses. Nothing for me at the moment tells them apart. Although they are definitely at complete opposite ends. Mm. Chris is very much blend in to the background. Ulysses has formed this partnership with Cam and try and win it. Both incredibly suspicious. I'd love it, though, if it's just one of the ones that we think actually just don't really have a clue as to what's going on, like Lindsay or Don. Oh, it'd be class if it was Don. Okay, then who do you want to win?
2: Still Ronnie or Don, I think.
0: Okay, I'm going to go through who I do like, don't like. Really like Melina, Gino, Don and Lindsay. Dawn clearly isn't going to get very far with his lack of intel each week, but I still really like him. I'd love him to, you know, pull out the bag. Lindsay is now in the Cam and Ulysses camp, but she's far nicer than those two people. But it'd be great to see her go quite far because she's formed that relationship with Ulysses and Cam. I think after the two episodes, I'm really, really rooting for um, Gino because now he's going after Cam as well.
2: Yeah, he sort of like broke away from that, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, plenty of people to support. There are plenty of. I don't like Cam and Sasha now are probably the.
2: Looking at them, even when they're on that on the table, uh, getting their cards, it's still hard for me to imagine that one of them is a stooge. You know? Yeah. Because whoever's playing the killer is really good at it.
0: doing such a good job.
2: Unless it's Chris,
0: because we've thought that from. D- yeah, one. I
2: know. I know, but then that's just on gut instinct. You know? Yeah. She hasn't. She hasn't done anything wrong all right you know if you you know think that you know the, the killer's gonna have to put themselves up to, for a scared card at some point
0: that's true probably third or fourth episode in so if chris is in the bottom two in the next few weeks then
2: I just think there's just seems there's no one overconfident that you know no, i don't know it just seems really good the conversations that f1's having seem legit and if you know you're safe it's really good it's really good acting and
0: that's it if you're still with us thanks for listening join us again next time for episode three as we try to figure out why Adriana dropped her Cheerios.